force will be with you. Always. Hi, everyone. We're just under six months away from the 10th anniversary of the Disney acquisition of Lucasfilm and all of its properties. While it's been an overall success so far, Disney Star Wars is often thrown out as an all-encompassing buzzword to dismiss the project's initiatives that certain fans may not like or appreciate for whatever reason. It did, however, give me the idea for this video. Disney has added to and created new eras in the Star Wars saga, but how successful have they actually been? We're just a little over a month away from Obi-Wan Kenobi's premiere, and we're arguably entering into a golden age of Star Wars in all of its forms. As a result, I wanted to give my grades for all of the eras of Disney Star Wars, especially since I have made it a point to be a canon junkie on this channel alongside Liam. This two-part video is in chronological order, and we begin with... The Force will be with you. Always. Launched in January 2021, this era has often been entirely dismissed by parts of the fandom, without a single page being read. As you all may know, we have covered every part of this initiative, and have had a blast reading it. It's introduced a unique new villain in Markion Row, has showcased a Jedi at the height of their powers, added a strong amount of diversity and representation, introduced manga and virtual reality content, and has been tightly interconnected in a way that most franchises dream of. It's been an awesome ride in all three waves of Phase 1, Light of the Jedi, but I do have some criticisms. Wave 1 is tightly written and is altogether better for it. Wave 2, however, is quite long and could have been split into two waves or trimmed down. Much of the initiative's lore is found in the adult and young adult novels, which are set in the first half of Wave 2, leaving the comics to carry much of the storytelling in the latter half. Out of the Shadows remains the most average of reads in this wave, especially being in the latter half, and its consequences are barely felt in Wave 2 or Wave 3. As good as Marvel's The High Republic series is, and as underrated as The High Republic Adventures IDW series is, it's hard for people to be invested in the initiative and to read every single comic. Wave 3's focus is entirely on Starlight Beacon, so unique stories like Trail of Shadows and Midnight Horizon are written with a singular end in sight. Eye of the Storm 1 and 2, at the very end of Wave 3, open up the narrative once more, and as exciting as the two issues are, their overall impact won't be felt for a very long time. This is because Phase 2 of the High Republic, Quest of the Jedi, takes the story back 150 years. As excited as I am for it and what it means for the Jedi and the state of the galaxy, not being able to continue the story we just concluded is a bit disappointing. We've also gotten teases for Darth Bane's story and Knights of the Old Republic era storytelling and an upcoming Disney Plus show in The Acolyte and a possible game in Star Wars Eclipse that are both supposed to be set in the High Republic era, but none are too definite or delved into just yet. So, what would I rate this era? The Force will be with you. Always. Okay, on to the next era. The Force will be with you. Always. 
As we all know, the prequel films came out after a 16-year hiatus, beginning with The Phantom Menace and ending with Revenge of the Sith. We had some content in the form of 2003 Clone Wars, games, books, and comic books, but for the most part, all of that is gone. Additionally, the 2008 Clone Wars series was the only part of this era to remain canon. Interestingly, this era has only flourished in the Disney era, and the reputation has never been stronger. There have been great books such as Master and Apprentice and Catalyst. I can't forget to mention the massively underrated Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy, a favorite of Liam's and one I have to dive into soon. While I'm still begging for more content between episode 1 and 2, we at least have interesting world building in Obi-Wan and Anakin, as well as parts of the well-received Age of Republic issues. I enjoy the trilogy for the most part, and I find Revenge of the Sith to be a great film overall, but the prequel era today is defined more by the Clone Wars animated TV show. Fans today have gotten a chance to catch up with the phenomenal series on Disney+, and the show took a couple of seasons to become the amazing fountain of storytelling it is today. It was also the one most affected by the Disney acquisition, as it aired on Turner Network's Cartoon Network and therefore was no longer able to continue with its more mature content on Disney. The initial ending of the show was a shock to all of us, but new content did come out under Disney. The shortened sixth season of The Clone Wars, The Lost Missions, came out on Netflix and provided some amazing and heartbreaking episodes. Notably, the Order 66 arc with Fives and the Yoda arc. Clone Wars Legacy followed after, with the planned arcs of Son of Dathomir and Dark Disciple being adapted to a comic miniseries and book, respectively. Two unfinished arcs were also released on the Star Wars website, Crystal Crisis on Utapau and the eventually finished Bad Batch arc. Eventually, the seventh season of The Clone Wars was announced and released in 2020 on Disney+, and we got a proper and amazing send-off to the iconic series with the Siege of Mandalore arc. This is an amazing era, undoubtedly, but Disney has had its struggles. The handling of the Clone Wars was most unfortunate, as it's easily the best and most important part of the prequel era in discussions today. Even if we don't get all of the originally planned stories, getting a season 7 revival and having some amazing adaptions has helped the show end with strong graces. I still want some early Clone Wars stories which the novel, Star Wars Brotherhood, should hopefully satisfy. And I want far more between episode 1 and 2, but overall... The Force will be with you. Always. Now, onto the most explored era these days. The Force will be with you. Always. The Dark Times era is an era I can honestly say I need a bit of a break from once 2022 ends. In terms of larger content, we have gotten the best first season of any animated show in The Bad Batch, with strong future potential. Most notably, the TVPG rated Clone Wars, funded out of George Lucas's pockets, was cancelled for Star Wars Rebels, a TVY7 show with much less expensive animation. The show was also primarily premiered on Disney XD, making it much harder for fans to watch. The first season and a half is fun, but often got pulled away from its main narrative for forgettable side quests. The strength of the season 2 finale, Twilight of the Apprentice, 
and the final two seasons more than make up for the flaws of the first two. To this day, fans who rewatch or get their first chance of watching the show on Disney Plus get to experience some of the best Force mythos and Imperial era world building ever. Who can forget Maul and Obi-Wan? We even got Grand Admiral Thrawn into canon here, and there was also Mon Mothma and the continuation of the Mandalorian storyline. While there are plenty of forgettable episodes, the highs of Star Wars Rebels match even those of the Clone Wars. Outside of the animation, we have two major upcoming live-action shows, an underrated film, and one of the finest Star Wars games ever. We are all eagerly awaiting the Obi-Wan Kenobi event series, and I cannot wait to see both Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back. The Andor show is the only one shot outside of the volume and promises to give a deeper look into the complexities of the Rebellion. It is quickly becoming one of my most anticipated Star Wars live action shows ever. I think it's fair to say that these two shows alone can cover a large swath of the era unexplored by animation, but it's impossible to judge them at this time. Solo, a Star Wars story, chronicles the initial adventures of Han Solo's smuggling career and the events that began to shape him into who we see at the start of A New Hope. It's a bit of a reductive film, a sort of greatest hits for a character whose mystery is one of his biggest assets, but the unique visuals, strong performances from the whole cast, and rich new ideas that are still being used today make it a fun addition to the universe. It does seem like it has been faulted heavily for the halt of the spin-off films, but more time spent crafting all Star Wars films is for the best. Finally, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is the game of the EA Star Wars era. EA's failure to produce more games and well-received games at that has resulted in Disney finally opening up the license to other notable game developers. But if EA makes more games like Fallen Order, they should be in good shape. This RPG has Souls-like gameplay mixed with a moving and powerful storyline about the fallout from Order 66 and heavily explores new Force cultures outside of the Jedi Order. Fan favorite characters like Cal Kestis and Marin make this a game that is hard to ever put down, and I personally cannot wait for a hopefully direct continuation of the story. This era is really filled out with an abundant number of novels and comic books. For example, A New Dawn kicked off the new canon and chronicled the first meeting of Kanan and Hera. We've had some amazing releases, such as Timothy Zahn's Thrawn Imperial Trilogy, Claudia Gray's Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and the Lando and Darth Vader comics by Charles Soule. There's also other excellent material, like the Kanan comics and the virtual reality experiences of Secrets of the Empire and Vader Immortal, which are worth a look as well. There are duds all around, however, like the Darth Vader Dark Visions and Lando Double or Nothing miniseries, and the numerous mobile pay-to-win games. With so much content already made and upcoming of varying and unknown quality, my score will be a little bit different here. The Force will be with you. Always. Well, I hope you enjoyed this first part of my ratings for the Disney Star Wars eras. Be on the lookout in two weeks when I pick it up again, starting with the original era of Star Wars. See you later. Thank you for watching the Star Wars Lad special. If you enjoyed it, let us know by liking and commenting on the video below. If you enjoy our channel, click subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified every time we drop a new video. We typically have three videos out a week, but we are currently playing around with our formula.
Be on the lookout for YouTube Shorts, which are short segments from our already published videos and are released whenever we don't have a full-length video. Be on the lookout for our upcoming gaming streams on Twitch and YouTube Gaming, which we will later package into a video onto our channel as well. We're also planning to release a new skit pretty soon on both our YouTube and TikTok. If you're a podcast fan, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, as well as other platforms. You can find those on our website, podpage.com slash starwarsleds. Lastly, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thanks again. Mm-hmm.